Ryan. Yes. What delightful story are you going to tickle I'm gonna, our fancy with today? I'm going to tickle your fancy. I'm, I'm going to out myself. Oh, my goodness. Here on live podcast radio, uh, Ryan. Pickles and I are about to buy an apartment. Oh, my God. Yes. Seriously. Yes. Wow. Yes, we are. We I, I haven't. I've been. I've alluded to a little bit on the blog, and it's still not a hundred percent. What percentage do you think it is? I would say it's ninety-five percent. Ninety-five percent. We are in contract. Yeah. We have had it inspected. Yeah. We have been approved by the bank. We have talked to our current landlord, and they're fine with letting us out of our lease. We have our lawyer working on it. We have an accountant working on it. Uh, that's it's, exciting. It is. It's very exciting. That's awesome. It's very exciting. It's and very there's exciting. and there's a huge recording studio there. <laughs> yes, there's a huge So we're going to relocate the uh, uh, Be More Smarter offices. No? No. no. Uh, but it is seven blocks away. For, from, from what? From where from where we... No, wait. You, it's you, seven blocks away from where we are at this very moment. Seven and a half blocks from where from we where are. From where we are at this very moment? Seven and a half blocks from Why, where we are. You're, at, you're on the corner. Oh, you know what? Maybe we're eight blocks away. You're eight blocks away. I now. think maybe we're eight blocks yeah. away. Okay. I think I think maybe. So uh, when Ryan moves there, I will no longer see him. So the, the eight blocks that's eight, too far. Eight blocks is is far. So the closing date is May fourteenth. Fantastic. So we'll see. And when's moving day? I don't know. Yeah. Sometime after May fourteenth. I'm going to be out of town. <laughs> yeah. Figured. I'm totally going to be out of town. There's no way I, I will be here. All right. So, but but I just thought everybody should know because it's a big deal. And but it still could completely fall apart. It still could completely fall apart, but and and you're not going far away. I mean, no, you're no, going, no, no, no. You're going eight blocks away from where you are now. Exactly. So, like, is moving day even going to involve a van, or are we just going to carry stuff down the street? I think it will involve a van. You think it will? It's it's a that's far. You know, there's something stuff. there's something weird about moving. I would like I would like the the drive the van ride uh-huh. to last longer than the time it takes to load the van. <laughs> and and in your case, that's not going no, to happen. No, it's not going to happen. It's going to take you probably six hours to load that van. Uh-huh. And it's going to take you six minutes to drive to your new place. If that. If that. It takes You're about gonna... six minutes to walk. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> it is going to be interesting. And I'm sure I will be around for moving day. <laughs> I'm sure I will. I'll say that now. Well, Of thank course you. I will help you move. Thank you very much. Anyway, the show. This Episode is a show. 97. This is Fill Me In. It's a crossword podcast. It is. We are your hosts of the day. Yeah. <laughs> we are Brian and Ryan. We are the current hosts. <laughs> yes, our contracts in. have not yet been canceled. No. Uh, yet. Not they yet. might be. What? <laughs> Depending <laughs> on today. It could be. Today could be the yes. show that dictates our future in <laughs> podcasting. It could. Uh, so what is coming up on today's we show? We have a ton on today's show. We're going to be talking about uh, pronunciations of things that Ryan didn't believe in, uh-huh. loaded questions that we didn't know, right? and words that may or may not actually exist. Yes. Also, all the regular uh, events of the podcast will be in full force, as usual, including Ryan's introduction of our theme music. Wait a minute. A one, a two, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> I don't remember. I just remember reading it and thinking, that's what I'm going to do. Somebody wrote to us and said that that's how either they or their wife or their sister, somebody, some choreographer used to count off dance numbers that way. (laughs) One, two, five. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. Oh, my God. So there you go. So there it is. Okay. 
viewer mail. Opening it up. All right. Well, we have a bunch of viewer mail. Our first one comes to us from our friend Crosscan. Crosscan, yes. who, of course, uh, the one-time creator of the greatest spreadsheet of all time. Yes, and uh, current curator of it. Yes, and he's. Uh, we we have heard rumor that the spreadsheet may be making a return. That's the, the spreadsheet has heard. been on a hiatus for a while, but it may be back. That uh, is the rumor. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But he's written to us about something else, which is that Fraser Simpson is Canadian and has finished first in the foreign region at the ACPT nine times. I've got a ways to go to catch up. How many times has, has, has Crosscan won? I think he won the foreign division once. I think just this past year. I thought it was year. T- twice. I thought he finished second the year before. Oh, maybe. And I think Mike he... Nathanagle, how many times has Crosscan won the foreign division? Yeah. The ACPT. And, and how, many, how many times does he need to win it to catch up? And is Fraser Simpson still competing? Yeah, I don't know. So is that, is that like the ant and the sidewalk? Does it keep getting further away? Well, only if Fraser Simpson keeps winning. Right. The tournament. That's true. If only one of them can win the tournament, can win the foreign division every year. So, right? Yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> we, we could have researched this know. one more before. Oh, my we, God. We, we don't it. research. We don't. No, we just we talk. Don't. We, we, don't. we leave it we to don't. the rest of you to figure out. So, uh, our next uh, viewer mail is from Jared Hirsch, completist and Ryan Hecht doppelganger. Jared says, last night I dreamt I was listening to Dan Fair on Fresh Air with Terry Gross. I learned that he was born in Afghanistan. I also learned that although he loves crosswords, his Christianity and commitment to Israel come first. (laughs) What? It should come as big news to uh, Mother Um, of Dan Fair, certainly. And to Dan himself, I would think, (laughs) since all of this happened in a dream Jared Hirsch had. Yeah, that's, that's bizarre. Jared, why were you dreaming of Dan Fair? Or Terry Gross. Or Terry Gross. Or lots of other things that aren't true. I listened to uh, uh, your neighbor, Harry Hassel, put up a link on Facebook Uh for the Terry Gross, uh, Gene Simmons from Kiss interview. Oh, really? It's amazing. Really? Gene Simmons is kind of a jackass. He's he's nuts, too. He's nuts and a jackass. He's He's a crazy jackass. But it's a very interesting uh, interview to listen to. Interesting. So, uh, Jared, were you listening to that interview? Before? Jared, I'm curious. What did you eat right before you went yes. to bed? I did a, I did sort of a little, you know, a little self project oh. several years ago, <laughs> where I actually, <laughs> I, I spent a good portion of one summer eating different things right before going to bed every night, and then in the morning when I woke up, I would write down the dreams that I had to see if I could draw any correlation between types of food and types of dreams. <laughs> Uh, this is the next thesis I'm going to write. <laughs> Once I'm done my, with... My results were uh, inconsequential. Inconsequential? Inco- That's not inconclusive. the word. Inconclusive. <laughs> and inconsequential. <laughs> they, well, they were. Although they may have led to some of the gastric disorders I've had since. I don't know. Our next viewer mail is from Sammy the Dentist, a, an original completist. Yes. Over a series of recent poker tournaments, uh, Sammy, for those Sammy who don't is a, know... he's a poker player. He's a poker player, yeah. a very good poker player. An excellent poker he's player. He's beaten me many times. He's been to the World Series of Poker. He has. He has competed against some of the best. He has. He has not won a bracelet, I believe. No. But he has... I think he owns a bracelet. <laughs> that's a very different thing. <laughs> I guess it is. My wife owns several <laughs> bracelets. I don't think that's at all related. Uh, so, over a series of recent poker tournaments, I listened to all of the filming in episodes for a third time. Wow. A third time. That's amazing. That is amazing. Does this make me the A, first triple Pantheon completist, or TPC, B, first Pantheon triple completist, or PTC, yeah. or C, 
<laughs> I'm confusing myself. Or C, first, OMG, YNS, SHS, which stands for, oh my God, you need some serious help, Sammy. And of course, he signs his viewer mail, Chomp. Uh, I vote for three. I think he, I think yes. he needs some serious help. Choice number three. I think definitely choice number three. Uh, the third time. Wow. Wow. I mean, you haven't even listened to them all once yet. Right. I didn't listen to last. I didn't listen to last week. You haven't listened to last week. I haven't listened to last wow. week. I've listened to all of them at least once. I think I've probably listened to all of them at least twice. I don't know if I can say that I've listened to all ninety-seven episodes three times. I definitely have not. I've listened to all of them except for last week's once. Yeah. The submarine episodes, I don't think I've... The which ones? The ones we were inside a submarine. Oh, submarine. What did I? What did you think I said? I thought you said summering. <laughs> I didn't remember. Remember that, that week of episodes we did out on the Cope? The Cope? The Cape. The Cope. I wanted to say Coast and Cape, and I put it together. The Cope. But even that, summering? Summering. Like that's summering? That's a word. The summering episodes? Well, the summering at the Cape. <laughs> Okay. No. Uh, our next viewer mail comes to us from Not the Dentist. Ah, this is a nice... Another uh, nice, original completist. Uh, yes, indeed. We talked about Not the Dentist and uh, his alleged anonymity right. uh, some time ago. Now he's written us with some facts about him. Okay. Facts about Not the Dentist. Fact one. He does play interrogator number one in Julie and Julia. Well, play suggests he does more than sit there, but it pays the same. <laughs> so he is in that movie. He is. Fact B... He is a proud completist. Has he not been clear about this? Did we question that? I think I did. And now, yes, you've been very clear. Thank you. Okay. Fact Charlie. He doesn't prefer anonymity. He named himself early on, and when he tried to pull back and sign his name, hoping for a nickname, not the dentist stuck. So he remains one of the only self-nicknamed viewers. That's true. It is true. And Fact Quattro. When getting more than one hot dog, you must top them separately for variety, and the other system is dull. I believe this is at least partially in support of me, because I talked about when I go to the ballpark, I want to put yes. different toppings on my hot dogs, and I will accept ketchup for variety. All right. I still... Now, not the dentist does not specify ketchup as a, as, a, as a topping. No, but he also doesn't specify that ketchup is disgusting. He doesn't, so it's unclear as to what, what he, he feels says about is what's important though for him is variety. Yes, but he still might catch up or not. It's variety that matters most. That's that's fine. Okay. I I don't think I don't need. I mean, variety to me is hot dog and nachos. That's variety. Okay, and variety for me is multiple hot dogs and each one topped differently. But no nachos. I like nachos. The ones at the new City Field are good. They are good. The nachos at Yankee Stadium are terrible. The food at Yankee Stadium is terrible. It is. All of it. Yes. It's all horrible. I bring my own food to Yankee Stadium. Why wouldn't you? It's horrible. Uh, it's disgusting. Uh, this brings up another interesting point, is that um, as as uh, Not the Dentist is one of the only self-nicknamed viewers, Sammy the Dentist is one of the few viewers who has a nickname that is not exclusive to this podcast. That's true. He's been Sammy the Dentist for years. And yes. It has nothing to do with this show. Like CrossCan. We call CrossCan CrossCan. Yeah, and, and that's not about this show either. That has nothing to do with no. us. Are there no. any, any other people? Well we, refer, well, we refer to Orange and Rex Parker. That's and those true. are those are names that are not from this show. Those are nom de webs. Nom de webs. I like that. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> uh, interesting. All right. <laughs> what? Why are you looking at me like that for? <laughs> look at me like I'm like like. Why are you snapping? You never do that. Uh, oh my god! 
viewer mail. Closing it up. Oh. Our next segment is is uh, is from Nicole Hirsch. Nic- oh. It is Nicole Hirsch, completist or not? We questioned. Nicole Hirsch wrote to us and said she was a completist, and then made a reference to something that wasn't actually in our show. So uh, we we doubted her, and we she's called come her back on with it. Proof. And now she she thinks this proves that. Here's she's what a she says: What shall I do to prove it to you? Give people's nicknames, find lost threads, finish someone's thesis, tell you you are correct about soup, make a spreadsheet or a Perl script. Go see the Oracle. I'd like you to go see the Oracle. <laughs> yes, that's what you should do. That is what you should do. <laughs> go well, see the Oracle. Go now. <laughs> uh, offer to buy you Grimaldi's Pizza, although I've only been to New York City twice and have no idea where it is. It's in Brooklyn. If you had listened to our ACPT recap, you would know that. Or if you've been following around Michelle Obama, because ah. Michelle Obama went to eat there. Oh. And she created a bit of a feud. Did Actually, she? she did not, but the waiter did. Really? Because somebody, as, I believe that she said to, to the, the waiter, waiter. Some tea party guy? <laughs> Could be. Uh, I believe that she said to the waiter, uh, this is delicious pizza, and I'm from Chicago. And then the waiter repeated that back to some news agency saying she said she liked it better than Chicago pizza. That is not what she said. That is not what she said. That is the way the tea party operates, isn't it? (laughs) Isn't that what they do? So they've twisted her words around, and now there's a New York-Chicago pizza feud. It's heating up. Oh, okay, good. That's what we need. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, Nicole also says, I guess the problem with listening to four episodes per day back-to-back makes them all blend together. (laughs) Well, you know what? It does make them blend together when you listen to that many at once. And I understand now that what you did was obviously reference something from a wrong episode. You told us it was from 68 and it was from uh, 67. Yes. All right, fine. We believe you. You are, you are a completist. Okay. You are in the Jeffrey Crosscan Krasnick pantheon of completists. Indeed. Along with your husband, Nicole and Jared Hirsch, both completists. Yes. But only one of them is a Ryan Heck doppelganger. Only one. But one is married to one. One is married to one. <laughs> one is married to one, and that's how you get two. <laughs> okay. Uh, our next segment, uh, Greenwich. 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 Apparently, uh, as we as we know, there is a place in New York City called Greenwich Village, yes, and there is a Greenwich a, Avenue. There There's is also, a city in Connecticut, Greenwich, Connecticut. And England. And England, Greenwich, England, Greenwich, England. Is that just what it's called? Well, it's where they create the clock. In Greenwich, England? Yes, okay. Greenwich Mean Time. Ah, yes, that is where they create the clock. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that where the clock was created? That, the clock. Yes, that, that tells the time of, of the world. <laughs> you say it sort of like, you know, as God created Adam, Greenwich created the clock. Like, these are similar. Somehow. Are they not similar? Okay, they are. Uh, anyhow, last week, Ryan claimed with the utmost authority. <laughs> I said I was positive. He said he was positive that there was no place on this earth, on the good earth, that uh, was Olaf. spelled Greenwich and pronounced Greenwich. He was certain no such place existed. It took about five minutes <laughs> from the time the podcast was released last week before two people which, wrote to us. Which that... was a little slower than I thought. <laughs> I thought it would be a little faster. But Bruce Sutphin told us about a place just to the east of Saratoga Springs, a village called Greenwich, where they pronounce it as spelled, and also Puzzle Sister. Puzzle Sister. Puzzle Sister. I think she's the sister of Puzzle Girl. I believe she is. Uh, Has written to us, Greenwich Township in Warren County, New Jersey, is also pronounced Greenwich. So much for your positivity. Well, you know what? Every once in a while I'm positive and I'm always wrong. Okay. 
uh, we also we have a little bit of a recap from a previous episode here. It's, loaded questions. Uh, we argued about what a loaded question was, and there was that trick question in a polygamous puzzle. Which was uh, how many months, how many months have, have twenty eight days? Right, all of them. All of it's it. a trick question. Not it's a, a loaded it's a question. Gimmicky question. But for in like the clue, it said loaded question. Yeah, but Alex Boisvert has written to us Who? with Alex Boisvert. Okay. I know, you don't know. Maybe you know him better as Alex Boisville. <laughs> oh, Alex. <laughs> oh, yes, oh, okay. indeed. Uh, Alex Boisvert has written to us with uh, the perfect loaded question. How long have you been beating your wife? That is indeed <laughs> that is a, a loaded, loaded question. question. That is absolutely There is no question. way you can answer that without admitting that you've been beating your wife. I was talking about this very subject with uh, Patrick Blindauer, mm-hmm. who suggested that there's another version of that question that also works very well, which is... Are you still beating your wife? <laughs> That's another loaded another one. Another loaded question. Because you can't answer it no. without being a jackass. Right. Yeah. So, so the, the 28 days, that is not. That's just a trick question. That's a trick question. There's a difference. There is. And we have illustrated it marvelously. Thanks to Alex Boisvert and, <laughs> and Patrick, Patrick Blindois. <laughs> <laughs> Cryptic crosswords with Fraser Simpson. Yes. Canadian. Yes. And... Nine-time winner. Nine-time winner of the foreign division. What is this puzzle we're doing? This is uh, from March 2010. <laughs> yes, Games the Magazine. Games Magazine. Games Magazine. I've, I've made an error. I've, I've done a Howard Barker. Oh, you have. Oh, I've you put have. Two you put a Pragu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so we're going to go through these quickly. We figured these out already. I actually figured out a couple of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So which ones do we have today? We have one across. One across. Which is uh, enumeration. How about this time you give me the clue and I try to figure them out fantastic. since you've already solved them? Fantastic, fantastic. Uh, one across. Uh, enumeration 10. 10. Ruinous wild sort, U.S. said. Do we know any of the crossings? We have uh, the S. We <laughs> <laughs> Really? That's helpful. Great. Thank you. Uh, we The fifth letter is an S. The seventh letter is an R. The ninth letter is a U. So ruinous wild sort, U.S. said. And it's ten letters? It is ten letters. Well, you know, the word wild probably suggests some kind of an anagram. Yes. And sort, U.S. said, adds up to ten letters. So I think those letters all get rearranged to uh, the synonym of ruinous, which is disastrous. Disastrous. You are correct. Thank you. You are correct. Yes. One down. One down is very easy. Working off the D from disastrous. The R. I figured this one out. Boom. Did you just say the R? It's working off a D. Did I say R? You did. D. D. D for disaster. Resestrous. Yeah. Uh All right. Uh, one down. Enumeration four. Clock's face set up. All right. This has to do definitely with Greenwich, uh, Greenwich Connecticut, England. Uh, clock's face set up. Well, it's a down clue. And yes. when you see words like up in down clues, it sometimes means something's going to be going spelling upwards in the grid. Exactly. So I think that uh, this is, well, clock's face is a dial. And that works because set is laid, L-A-I-D, which going up in the grid spells dial. Dial. Down. Dial. There you go. Brilliant. Ten across, enumeration five. We're working off the A in dial. dial. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's amazing. It's amazing that we prepared this bit. Yeah. The A in dial and the R in serum. The last letter is oh, an R. okay. The first letter is an A. Yes. Uh, five letters. Five letters. Okay. Hesitate without leadership change. Hesitate without leadership change. When I see things like without leadership, 
<clears throat> in a clue, it makes me think that the word, some word, is going to have the beginning of it lopped off. Right. So I'm thinking that here the, uh, well, change it means alter, uh -huh. and uh, halter, hesitate means halter, so I take the H off of halter and I get alter. I thought it was falter. Oh, falter? Hal I thought halter is like a bustier. I thought halt, you're right, falter. 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 All right, falter. Hesitate is falter. You take the <laughs> F off of falter. Right. So that is uh, is three more clues from the cryptic crossword from March 2010. March 2010. Fraser Simpson. We're we're not uh, Fraser. 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 What I say? Fraser. 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 Fraser Simpson. Canadian. Yes. Uh, so we have most of this done. We have about 35 percent left. Probably. All right. So we also heard from Sam Donaldson. Sam Donaldson who did, did the Saturday. Saturday yeah, yeah. Which, uh, and Sam Donaldson, by the way, is a fantastic individual. We met him at we the ACPT. Him. He finished third in the E division, and he was the first person, before I even got the trophy, to congratulate me on my winning the E division. Really? When I walked out of the aisle, he ran up to me before I could even get there and shook my hand and said, and said congratulations. Wow. I thought that was very nice. He is a very nice guy. He is really nice. And, and there was a rumor of some picture being taken between him and there, was another, there were three people with famous names. Oh, yeah, 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 there was. Barack Obama <laughs> and uh, the guy who played the captain in Gilligan's Island. Yes. Can't remember his name. Who was that? Alan Hale. Alan Hale Alan Jr. Hale. Alan, Alan Hale, Hale Jr., Jr. Barack Obama, and Samuel Donaldson. <laughs> they were all at the ACP. They were. You know, this whole bit would have worked better if you could have just rattled off some names. I understand. The that. fact that you struggled to even I come up with that. who your third person was going to be. <laughs> I understand. Completely I, derailed I, your comedy. I understand that. I'm totally aware of that. Okay. I just, but I couldn't think of that. All right, it doesn't stop you. You don't mind your comedy totally derailed. No, 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 no. Okay, no, no. Right. Billy Zane would mind because he wants to get that pizza. He doesn't <laughs> want to be derailed. So uh, he did Saturday's puzzle, which neither of us were able to finish. No, couldn't finish it. Um, I got, I got a good portion. I got maybe ninety. We're doing a lot of percentages uh, in this in this show. Sure, I, I mean did. they're all kind of arbitrary yes. choices. I got about ninety five percent. I sure. couldn't get the top the top left. I got ninety two percent. Okay, I, I got a little bit more than you. I think probably. But you should congratulate me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it off the air. Uh, I, I don't. It makes me one feel across. vulnerable and weak. What was the What was the clue to one across? Massive. Massive. We both put humongous. Yes. Humongous, and then yes. and then one down, which was working off the H. I put the the clue was type of ball. And yes. I put hair. Hair. A hair I ball. I put hair ball. And so I thought I was really onto something, and I was completely not onto something, because the answer for humongous was instead ginormous. Yep. And ball was gala, not hair. Nope. So I was, I, well, I mean, what, certainly on a Saturday, when I find, when I'm kind of iffy on an answer... But then I get a cross that really seems correct. It just supports that answer. It, it makes you think, oh, this it. must be right. And I can't possibly change it. Nope. And it turns out there are several letters in common between humongous and ginormous. Yes. Uh, that O, uh, that going down, it was opts, I guess, like the fourth letter. Right. It was, was O, and then it ends with O-U-S also. Yes. So I thought it was right. Well, so, we, we had issue. We had issue with the word ginormous. We both think it's kind of a, a nonsense word. Like zillion. Or bajillion. 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 I think bajillion is a nonsense word. Watch, yes. that'll be one across next Saturday. <laughs> right? But ginormous, we had to look it up in the dictionary. We it, found it's out in the dictionary. It is. Merriam-Webster has it uh, listed as an, that its etymology is a combination of gigantic and enormous, and that it dates back to about 1948 and comes from British military slang. 
Okay. Okay. Sure, fine. <laughs> we actually found, <clears throat> excuse me, we found an article that was uh, out of USA Today about three years ago, which was when uh, Merriam-Webster issued another edition of their dictionary and included ginormous. Their collegiate dictionary. Their collegiate dictionary. And included ginormous. This was in 2007. Uh, the president of Merriam-Webster, John Morse, said at that time, there will be linguistic conservatives who will turn their nose up at a word like ginormous, but it's become part of our language. It's used by professional writers in mainstream publications. What would XOP have to say about oh, this? Oh, I'm going to I'm going to be having dinner with XOP, and uh, I'm going to point him toward this episode of the show because I I want him to chime in on this. Because my father, XOP, has very, 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 very <laughs> strong feelings about words and the evolution of We've English. We've mentioned this on the podcast before. We have. He, he believes... He has a dictionary that he got at his bar mitzvah. <laughs> he got it at his bar mitzvah in 1957. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and for him, that has been the end of the evolution of the English No, I will language. say 1957, ginormous was nine years old, according to uh, there you go. its history so maybe, at that point. Maybe... Uh, yeah, yeah, but younger than my father, apparently, the word ginormous. <laughs> younger than my father. Apparently. Yeah. Uh, so I'd be interested to see what he says. So I, I, yeah. it was, it was, I mean, it was a good one across. What can I say? I Whatever. Mean, the fact legitimate. that it's used in, in, the fact that writers use it does not make it a legitimate word to me. It makes it a dictionary word, and I guess that means it goes in crossword puzzles, but well, I still don't like it. Well, then what does make it a legitimate? If, pe- if writers use it, if people say it, if it's in the dictionary, what else do you need for it to be legitimate? Because I don't know, I don't know, I, I I don't know. I'm sure lots of words start out as some sort of phony word or slang word that eventually becomes. It needs to the majority of its use needs to become legitimate. I think that ginormous in my world, as I hear it used, is still used in a silly way. Is still used in, in, in not in a sincere way. Mm-hmm. In, in sincerity, you you hear humongous or enormous. Ginormous makes it. More childish. It makes it. I don't know. So that delegitimizes it. For it you. does. It delegitimizes it for me. Okay. And maybe in time, its use will be much more real and much less goofy. Well, I have to say, I mean, when I first saw the answer, I had to look up the answer because yeah. I couldn't get it. I thought well, that's not a real word. Yep. I thought it wasn't a real word too. I but thought it, it was is, just goofy but, slang. But it is. I mean, now that I've seen all of this evidence to say that it's a real word, uh, I feel better about it. I still never would have gotten it. But yeah, I I both don't like that. uh, I don't think it's a real word, and I don't like that Merriam-Webster has decided that it's a real word. It it makes me think less of them. (laughs) Both of them? Uh, Maybe, maybe, (laughs) maybe both of them. I I may stop going to them for my definition. (laughs) Who is who is Miriam? Well, I know I had a grandmother. I had a grandmother named. No, I know. I Miriam was married to Isidore. They gave birth to XOP. All right, we've got a little off track. Thank you, we Sam have. Donaldson, sure. for screwing our Saturdays. That's right. And no thanks at all to you, John Morse, president of Merriam-Webster. I don't appreciate you putting non-words into my dictionary. Touche. The contest of then. The contest of then came to us from Andrew Feist. 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 It was what bodily function remains a word if you, if you remove its first letter, its first two letters, its first four letters, its first five letters, and its first six letters. Wow. The answer is... Swallowing. Swallowing. So the words are swallowing, wallowing, wallowing, allowing, lowing, owing, and wing. Yes. Very good. Thank you. Wow. You did that without it being on the page in front of you. I am astounded. I am astounded as well. Astounded. (laughs) Astounded. Astounded. Pounded. (laughs) Hounded. Yunded. 
Uh, we also got some wrong answers that we thought were pretty good, though. One, of, one of them came to us from Miguel. Yes. Miguel gave us uh, blinking, and then the words would be linking, inking, king, but then he drops the last letter and comes up with kin, in, and I, yeah. which is very, very clever. But wrong. Uh, but not for this contest. Um, the other one we got, which is my favorite one, yep. uh, was from Karen from the Cape. Who Karen, I don't, Karen I, from the Cope? Karen from the Cope, <laughs> who was summering at the Cope yeah. in the Cape. Uh, we don't know who she is. I don't know Karen. No. no. Uh, but she came up with aspirate, and the other words would be spirate, which unfortunately That's is not, not a word. word. Yeah. But the other words are pirate, rate, ate, and tay. Yeah, T-E. I know that's like, I don't know what that is. It's probably a Scrabble word. Probably. Uh, But I like that pirate was in there. I never realized that pirate was an aspirate. I didn't. That would be a great, there should be some sort of a cryptic clue. Work on it. Because what's a rat? As pirate. As pirate. Yeah. As pirate. Sure. Figure it out. Make a cryptic clue out of that. Right now? No. Not right now. Our winner, who did come up with swallowing, uh, is going to be decided by the disgusting yodeling pickle. We hate the yodeling pickle. What? What? Uh, what? I just don't like it at all. It's nothing I, I like a half sour pickle, and half sour pickles don't yodel. They definitely <laughs> don't sing. They don't make any noise at all, except the sound of me crunching them as David I eat them. Lieb. David Lieb from Harvard. David Lieb. If you're out there, David, listen to our show and tell. Oh wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, oh. You are getting a surprise. You are getting. Uh, no, we announced last week that you're getting a book of 102 cryptic crosswords oh, by Fraser was, Simpson. Out, that, oh, you're right. I thought we gave out that, that one at the last contest. No. Oh, that you're was, right. We announced you're last right. week that you're this right. contest was you're playing right. you're for You're absolutely it. right. 102 cryptic crossword by Fraser Simpson. Yes. If So if you want that as your prize, that is your prize. That is <laughs> if you it. don't want it, then... <laughs> well, gotta... I don't know. Email us. We can be flexible. The contest of now. The contest of now comes to us from you. Yes, I Brian came up Simmons. with the contest of now. Here it is. Uh, there is a pair of words, each one seven letters long, which can be used as opposites of each other. One of the words contains only letters found in the first half of the alphabet, A through M, and the other contains only letters found in the second half of the alphabet, N through Z. What are the words? There you go. Yeah. All right. So if you need that in uh, in text form, you can email us the password. And this week's password is? Kaidoku. 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 That is and, it. And, uh, Brian, tell them what they'll be playing for. This week in the contest, you will be playing for head-to-head maze races. What is head-to-head maze races? <laughs> this is a book published by Sterling Publishing. It's called Head-to-Head Maze Races. Uh, it was designed by Conceptus Puzzles. And here's what it is. Every page is a maze that has two entry points. One at the top of the page, one at the bottom. You can lay the book down between you and a friend, and it's a race to see who can get to the center of the maze first. It's really kind of cool. And the ridiculous thing about when you're when you're actually trying to solve it is that uh, the path you have to take will often, you know, cross into the other player's territory, and you have to get around their hands and all of that. And it's uh, it is kind of ridiculous, but I think it's a fun book. And there are 100 mazes. Look at that. And to make things even cooler, almost every single one. The final drawing, like if both of you complete it, makes like a picture or a fun pattern. Oh, that's fun. All of the different... Uh, Look at that. All the different solutions. So, it's really, really clever, and that's what you're playing for this week, if you can solve the contest of now. Yes. Look on the horizon! It's a thunder god, and he's aspirating on the coat. Monday, March 22nd, by Andrea Carla Michaels. Does she have a nickname? Oh, not yet. 
Uh, anagrams of laid. L a d e. L a d e. Not l a i d. No, l a d e. Laden. Laid. Laden. I have not laid anything over Hill and Dale. Let's make a deal. Yes. Was she on that show? I don't believe so. But she would have been great. She was on Wheel of Fortune. She was on Jeopardy. She was on Merv Griffin's Crosswords. But she's never been on Let's Make a Deal. I don't know. No, Andrea. Have you been on Let's Make a Deal? Mike Nothnagel has Andrea ever been on Let's Make a Deal? Have you ever been on Let's Make a Deal? Has uh, has Nicole visited you yet? What did she leave as a tribute? These are things we want to know. <laughs> Tuesday, March 23rd by Kurt Cross. Kurt Cross. This was fun. This was uh, the answer. The meta answer was uh, blank D2. And yep. you write an R2. But if you parse it, like the St. Patrick thing, you parse it into three parts, you get R2O. Yeah, so AR, phrases that normally have AR in them, are changed to an O, and they make the phrases silly. Discover Cod. Yes, Discover Cod instead of pot, Discover Card. Pot Company. What is it? Pot Company. Pot Company? Instead of Part Company. Ah, uh, yes, of course. A shop shooter. Now, I thought this was a Boston accent. Thing. A lot of people thought this was a Boston accent, and they had trouble. Let me see the grid, if I may. Because they had trouble, some people, with uh, with one of them in particular. Uh, oh, Takes Up Ohms. Takes up ohms. Takes up ohms. Registers for meditation class. Takes up ohms. Because that's not the Instead of takes up arms. Uh, but that's not a Boston accent. Right, so that's, that's confusing. It's the only one in which the vowel changed uh, into a, a long O. Instead of a short O. Instead of a short O. Wednesday, March 24th, by Rob Reiner's Pilates friend, Peter A. Collins. Uh, we talked about the Gateway Arch. The Gateway Arch. Uh, this was a, you know, it was fine. We talked about what more is there to say. You're Saint, looking at the grid. St. Louis, Missouri. And then did we mention that you there are circled letters that That are, spell out G-A-T-E-W-A-Y-A-R-C-H. And they are in the shape of the Gateway Arch. They are. Or the Jefferson Memorial to the opening of the country. Okay. Did you know the arch is as wide as it is tall? No. I didn't either. Isn't that fascinating? That is fascinating. It is as wide as it is tall. Did you know that when you go up to the top, there is no snack bar? I didn't know you could go to the top. You can go to the top. I didn't know there you... was an inside. Yeah, you, there's an Seriously? elevator that goes up to the top. There's a little up wi- the middle? <laughs> up the middle. <laughs> <laughs> how, what do you, how does the elevator go to the it, top? You go up in this little egg contraption, you go up one of the legs. Seriously? Yeah, you go up to the top. You're there's, kidding there's me. There's little windows that look out. Oh, my God. And, and, and I got up there, and I was hungry, and there were no, there's no snack bar. I'm incredibly hungry right now. Um, you are so I, lucky that we're near the end of the I show. I thought, I have thought for years. You don't know why you're lucky, do you? You know exactly why you're lucky. <laughs> I have thought for years that a great concession up there would be to open up a stand where you sold nachos. Nachos? Yes, like nachos, but yeah. spelled nachos. Nachos? And they'd be in a little a little holder bowl with the handle that oh, looked okay. like the arch. Oh, that would that could work. Am I right? What other foods could you stick an R in after an A to make them into a... Uh, Harmburger? A Harmburger, yeah. <laughs> that seems like a bad... How about a, a bargle with Creerum cheese? <laughs> 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 I guess those don't have the word arch in them, though. Yes, though. That's nachos why nachos has... is good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to have a bargle, though. <laughs> March. <laughs> Thursday. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. <laughs> everything has is, everything is happened right now. Thursday, March 25th by Dan Nader. This was fun. Fake signs from stores. This was blowout tire sale, uh, lingerie half off, all suits slashed. Yeah. Uh, it was fun. cute. I didn't care for all suits slashed. Uh, it didn't land for me because you don't slash the suits, you slash the prices. Uh, so I didn't care for that. But the other two I thought were really clever. Lingerie half off, sure. Yeah. 
Friday, March 26th by Henry Hook. Uh, who knew? Two bodybuilders in this grid. Schwarzenegger and Dr. Frankenstein. Very, very, very clever, those two clues. I couldn't figure out how to spell Schwarzenegger. Oh, really? I thought there was a T in there. There's no T. No. No, no. Only in Jeffrey Schwartz. <laughs> only in Jeffrey Schwartz. <laughs> Arnold is not one of the Jets. No, he is not. He is not. <laughs> no. But this this was this was a good, difficult... Very difficult. Difficult. Extremely difficult. I don't think I finished this one. I couldn't finish. I had to Google this. I had to Google the whole weekend. Yeah, so did I. I had an all-Google weekend. Not, not, a, not, a, not a good weekend for us. No. Sunday. No. Saturday. Yes. March 27th by Samuel A. Donaldson. This, of course, we've talked about. This had ginormous... This had uh, six down. Youngest Best Actress Oscar winner, 1986. Everybody thought Packwood. Yeah. Everybody knew that was wrong. I knew it was wrong. So did I. I still wanted to put it in there. I, I was sure the piano came out in like 1993 or something. Yeah, but... I knew it was wrong. But it was Matlin. Matlin. Marley Matlin. Was maybe that if, Children of a Lesser God? Is I that think the movie so. that she won? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Uh, I, I think maybe if I got Matlin and I had that M in there, yeah. maybe I would have gotten Ginormous. You wouldn't have thought it was Maquin? Anna Maquin? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. You know, you're right. I've got to talk about briefly here, though, dices as a verb meaning to throw dice. Now, that I've heard of. Seriously? Yes, I've heard I'm going to go to Vegas and dice? Yes. What? I've heard of that. No. I've heard of it. No. I've heard of it. I would like you to unhear of it now. It is nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Sunday, March 28th by Ed Sessa. What makes it itch? Or what makes it itch? That's what I said. What makes it itch? Well, what makes it Itch. What makes it itch? <laughs> what makes it itch? <laughs> a ch makes it itch. Yes. Yeah, so you added ch to 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 phrases. Yes. You added ch to naros and get nachos. <laughs> That's what you do. <laughs> so we need to add an r and a ch to things that already have an a in them. A in barchel. Poppy seed barchel with barchgold. <laughs> barchgold. It's got to still have the g in it. It's a barchgold. <laughs> so we had no winch situation. Yeah. Uh, patch it on the back. What's that last one there? Uh, uh, the the get a load of hatch. Yeah, uh, uh, get a thatch. load of thatch. Get a load, get a load of thatch. Of, I like that. That, one. that would uh, be very good. Get, get, get a load of thatch. Uh, yes. So that was the week in crossword puzzle. That was the week that was. Yes. Indeed. Yes, indeed. We come back next week for episode ninety-eight, commemorating nineteen. 19-